Welcome to No Applause, Just a Clap, the only show that says, It's too damn hot. Milk was a bad choice. Good call. So yeah. I was getting a car wash with no air conditioner in the car. Which I passed on, but you went with. Yeah. I didn't go with it. I wasn't given a choice in the matter. Tried to convince him no. Somebody had to so have the, a fucking the clean Jeep's car. So the Jeep's back up? No. Not my car. Oh. No, my car has air conditioner that works. Yeah, that's what I would imagine. Just no engine that works currently. <laughs> Fair So enough. what we need to do is take the air conditioner out of mine and put it in a car with an engine that works. And then we'll be all good. And I'll form the air conditioner. And I'll form the head. <laughs> well, I won't. But... Just, um, just the tip. Just the tip. Uh, <laughs> so Comic Con started. Yep. You want to talk about that or you want to talk about something else first? Uh, what do you got in, on Comic Con? I've been kind of dodging it. I've been waiting for it to be over to do like a mat. Yeah, like a... I haven't paid a whole lot of attention to it, but I did pay. DC had a lot of trailers that came out. I know we were going to talk about it in red shirts, but mm -hmm. there was a new Suicide Squad trailer that shows basically. I think the point of that trailer is mainly to show off their their soundtrack. Yes. Um, there was a new Wonder Woman trailer, which looks fucking amazing. Except um, that I have. A psychological trigger to her theme. Oh, because, because that's Batman vs. Superman? Because that's it played like six decibels louder than the rest of the soundtrack as pretty much an alarm clock for you to wake up during the middle of that movie. I mean, admittedly, like, we talked a little bit about it, but the Ultimate Edition? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's half an hour, and there's not a whole lot at the end. You seem to like it better. Um, like I said, like, the couple minutes here, couple minutes there explained a bit more I still would have been, I think for a general public, I think it would have been better to explain how Superman knew Bruce Wayne was Batman. Well, yeah. I put it together really quickly with when he's like eavesdropping on Alfred, taking him through to put the little thingy in. Because he's got super hearing. Well, right. But like he immediately puts it together that he's Batman. You know why? Because he's an investigative journalist. He's not a slouch. He's not the world's worst detective, but he's no slouch. Yeah. But, um, and then really, they don't really explain how Batman knew Clark Kent was Superman, do they? Because it's a pair of glasses. Right, or a great detective. <laughs> Not that fucking hard. No. Like, that and phone booths have glass walls, so. What's a phone booth? Nah, no, right? Can't do um, that you know, as well as, really, like, and you see this in the, uh, what was the, the, the documentary about the Tim Burton Superman was it uh, Death of I Superman that. Lives? Hey, made me really want to see that version. Really want to see that version. Nicholas Cage's Superman was kind of creepy, but his oh his, his suit was cool. Eh, it would have been the cool. LED from back then. It would have been cool. Yes, um, but his Clark Kent was like wearing a Mickey Mouse shirt and like really slouchy, uh -huh. having a five o'clock shadow. And it's like you could never believe that. This guy and Superman are the same person, right. which I really like. And they do that in uh, Grant Morrison's All-Star Superman. They do that in, in a few other things. Um, uh, even the Richard Donner stuff. Yeah. Um, which ended up being the, uh, I can't think of the guy's name, uh, Lester or something. Or maybe something Lester um, when he took over on, on 2. But, um, but I like that like, he was so different from Superman. Whereas Henry Cavill's like, Clark Kent's like, it's just me, Superman, wearing a Bear pair of glasses. <laughs> like, and banging Lois Lane in the bathtub. Like, that's it. As, like, as you do. Like, as you oh, would. Oh, that reminds me. The woman who played the original <laughs> Lois Lane. Like, original, original Lois original, Lane. Original, original. Like, uh, in, the, in the serials, yeah. Yeah, she died this week. Yeah. Uh, a couple yeah. weeks ago, I think. Yeah. Um, can't remember her fucking name, but... She, she I was, would trade her for Margot Margo Kidder in a heartbeat. Well, they had her in, the, in uh, Superman Returns as... Oh, uh, who she played? She played like, I want to say she played like Lois Lane's parents or something, like mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, the yeah, guy yeah, played yeah. Superman in the serials played her dad. Um, but they they were like pulling people. Not in. George Reeve. Yeah, um. <laughs> but yeah, not George Reeve the 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 serial uh, Superman. Um, but I guess so. This woman played Lois Lane in the, ser in the movie serials, serials like the little clips mm -hmm. that would show up before movies back in the day. And then when they started doing the George Reeve Superman series. After the first season, the woman they had as Lois Lane quit. 
So they brought in the woman from the serials. Oh, cool. I can't, I wish I could fucking remember her name, but I was, yeah, I was reading an article. She, she passed away. She was, she was. I always like when they do like weird, like little, little things like that. Like, uh, playing, uh, this is going to make sense in the end, but, uh, and it won't be long, but, uh, playing Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions on, uh, PlayStation. Yeah. Um, that they had previous people who played Spider-Man do the voices. Yeah. Like they had, uh, I can't think of his name. I, I want to say Nicholas Barnes, but it might be Matthew Barnes. Is that the guy who did the TV show? No. The live action movies or whatever? The, he was one of the voices. Okay. Um, as well as the guy who did the um, the voice for him in the 90s cartoon was like a voice. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they had like, Anil Patrick Harris was a voice and he came in as one of the Spider-Man. Did they have from uh, Spider-Man as Amazing Friends? You know, I don't. Remember that if was, they did that or was not? Like the first cartoon I remember watching about, but Firestar. Yeah. What an obscure X Men character. Yeah, right. To pull in, like Iceman, Iceman right. original X Men, but right, right. And they're like, "Well, right. we've got ice. Gotta have fire. Gotta have fire. Firestar. And we gotta make it a girl. Yep. Make her sound as porny as humanly possible." <laughs> Make <laughs> so wow. Anyway, we went way off track on that. Um, so the new Wonder Woman, it's obviously set during World War One. Chris Pratt's in it as a soldier that lands on the Steve Trevor. Of, mm-hmm. uh, th- was it Themyscaros? Was it? A I've heard two different uh, pronunciations, and I'm still to this day like it's. I've heard Themyscira and then Themyscira. Okay. Um, so it's 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 one of those. Okay. Um, oh, I gotta write down red shirt. Real quick. I do really like when she's when she's uh, they're in a boat, obviously, or something. And and Chris Pratt's like, "So, I'm the first man you've ever seen." She goes, "Yeah." He's like, "What about your dad?" She goes, "I have no father. I was born. I was I was given into, life by Zeus. I was brought into existence by Zeus." And he just sits there really quiet. He goes, "Well, that's cool. That's neat. Neat. <laughs> it's like there's just that beat. It's like." Yeah. What do you say to that? I do like the, they're going to obviously be doing like the, um, oh, what is her mom's name? Uh, Hippolyta. Yep. Uh, does like the clay daughter and it's given all of the mm. gods, uh, much like Shazam. Um, Shazam. But um, I like that as opposed to like, you know, natural born and then gifted with other mm-hmm. majiggers. Um, her powers, I think they call them. Her lasso's in it? Her lasso plays pretty heavily visually. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks more of a, a, an offensive weapon as opposed to its truth. Yeah, I don't think you're doing a truth lasso. It's going to be something else, like a um, grabbing, pulling, tripping. Well, I would imagine, well, that's a, like how a, she would use like it. Like a flail. Like, yeah, like a, well, and she's used that in the comics before <clears throat> as that. But how do you, well, it's like, how do you, as a, a, I, as a writer, I'm saying like, I'm trying to think of a scene where you could write it organically to be like, we need to be told the truth. Like she, she ties somebody up with a lasso and waterboards him. Lasso boards him. <laughs> lasso boards him. Well, I mean, think about it. If you if you ties if you start pulling that lasso tight, you start crushing someone's ribs or you're starting to break bones. Like, and she's strong enough to do it. That could be her lasso of truth. <laughs> it's just a torture device. It is. That I'll give you. I would Unless imagine she's using a Chris Pratt's character, in which case entirely different kind he's of. He's like, I'm totally a dude. Want to bang you? Yeah. Um, I would say probably they're gonna go with, and this, this is if I were them, um, which I am not, which means they're not. But this is the way I'd go with it. Um, there was a storyline, I believe it was called. Oh, what the fuck was it? Uh, Golden Perfect, um, or yeah, Golden Perfect, where one woman suddenly like loses faith in what the lasso is making them tell. Okay. So she loses faith and objective truth, and the lasso breaks. I would imagine, if I would have written it, I would have said the strength of the lasso is based on her belief, like, in the, yeah, her righteousness in terms of the truth, or her own self. Yeah, worth, exactly. Or her her own self. Yes, um, the you know, what the uh, her innate belief in the truth is. Okay. And that's what makes it stronger or weaker. Um, well, we probably have some confession scenes. Absolutely. Um, because the guy who created her was the creator of the lie detector and totally an S and M. Um, and then the other trailer that came out was, uh, it was like the justice, the League. justice league trip. And obviously it, it's, that wasn't even a teaser. That was a trailer. Yeah. I mean, it was rough footage. 
You can tell, I, like, when they showed Cyborg, he doesn't look like he's finished. As no. far as CGI and all that kind of stuff, it just looks like... They... But he looked bulkier and sharper, which was my issue. I, I, I like the well, sleek Cyborg, yeah. but that's me. Um, I, I'm going to have to say this, because I was not happy that they did Ezra Miller as The Flash. I'm happy now. He does a really good job. At least in that one little trailer... He is Barry, but he's got he's got that touch of Wally humor. Uh-huh. Though he does like have his own weird like flash cave. Like I thought that was really weird. Yeah. Um, especially well, with the hint that he'll go back in time and warn Bruce like, find us all. Like Lois mm-hmm. is the key. Don't trust Superman or whatever it yeah. was. Um, that he's been collecting knowledge on all of this. He says like, I just want friends. Yeah. <laughs> like I really need friends. Um, I do not like what I saw of the Flash. Battle armor, or whatever you want to call it. It looks very uh, injustice to the game. Like it looks yeah, like I, I wasn't really happy with how me, bulky it was. Flash should be streamlined. Like he wants to run fast. He's not gonna build crazy armor. It's gonna slow him down, right? I mean aerodynamics and all that kind of shit. I mean I realize he has a speed force, the, but the TV show nailed it. Yeah. Um, at first I was really unhappy with how it originally looked. So I was like, all right, let's do it really piecemeal. But I was like, nope, makes total sense. Um, though I do want to do a quick sidebar on, on the Flash TV show um, they did release I think we actually didn't talk about this last week they did release uh, the promo pictures of Wally West's Kid Flash yeah we talked about it last week oh did we? yeah because they also had some pictures of Wally West with um, what we were talking about it might be the Black Racer oh that's right that's right that's right that's now right. the audio so we're quality, all getting into apocalypse the audio quality on, on last week's episode sucked ass so uh, might was, not have heard it but we did uh, talk about it uh, you heard some of it. Uh, oh, that was my fault. I basically went, we should use this mic, and yeah. I, was, I was wrong. Have we, uh, Have you watched Ghostbusters yet? Mm-mm. I haven't seen it yet. Um, it's gotten good reviews. It is. Uh, Unless you're on Twitter like, and a black lady in the movie, then... Yeah, no uh, shit. What the fuck? Well, one of the guys is like, I guess he's like a known internet troll, and Twitter like finally banned him. Good. And all of his accounts, and like he... Like whatever. It's like why would you fucking? There, there was no point in doing that other than to be a jack. No, I haven't seen that or Star Trek. I know I'm usually the guy who sees the movie like the day before we record, which would be opening day for a lot of movies. Right. Um, I I've just not had the time uh, nor motivation to be perfectly honest. Because by the time I get off work, I'm like I'm gonna go. No, I'm not. Uh, it was National Junk Food Day, so went and I got Taco Bell. And then, because I'm angry at my ass, and uh, then went to bed. So, ah, uh, so let's see. Uh, I, yeah, so DC's doing a good job, I think. Oh, I think they're rebounding really well. We'll see. I w- I'm waiting. I'm, Suicide Squad has to be good, and I think it will be. But Justice League actually looks really good based on the on the trailer. So far, but I mean, they just started production, didn't they? Mm. Are they almost done? When's it supposed to come they out? It might be halfway through. Uh, is it next year? Yeah. So, like, end of next year is part one? Okay. Because I know Wonder Woman comes out next year. Yes. So, so it's like Wonder Woman's wrapped up. Yeah. It, is it wrapped, wrapped? I thought they were still doing a little bit of post on it. Oh, it I know, might be I know filming's done, but like, yeah. I thought they were doing post-production still. Um, uh, principal's done on it. Yeah. Um, I don't know about post. Justice League, I think they're doing their... Maybe halfway to two-thirds through principle from what I'm to gather. Yeah, they're definitely not doing CGI. But yet. I mean, they're, but yeah, but I mean, they're cobbling it together mm-hmm. to get out there for San Diego. I mean, you remember the Superman Batman teaser from San yeah. Diego like years ago and it was just Superman with the red eyes uh-huh. and then Batman in the Frank Miller armor and that uh-huh. was it. And it's like, yeah, yeah alright. Which got us all hot and bothered because we were like, holy fuck, they're doing Dark Knight, yeah. sort of. And it's like, Nope, they're just going to scream their mom's names at each other for like 20 minutes. Martha. Yeah, it's like, I, okay. Great fight scenes, though. I mean... I, I haven't watched it. I keep hearing from people that have watched the the extended trailer, or the, excuse me, extended version. Uh, the ultimate, yeah. That it wasn't as bad as the movie. And the theatrical release, anyway. Um, so I'm tempted to just watch it. Also, it. it's weirdly better the second time you watch it. The first time you're just like going... Wow, this is a train wreck. And then, like... But once you have it in your head... You can yeah, like, and then you can, like, go, okay, I know every beat, I know what's going so on, I can watch the minutiae, especially the Ultimate Edition, because you're like, okay, like, so I'd recommend doing 
if you want to waste like six hours of your life, I don't. Which I always do. Um, I would watch the theatrical version and then for the second time through the ultimate version. Okay. Um, this is coming from the guy who's tried to watch the complete director's cut of Watchmen multiple times and halfway through gone, I, I don't have it in me. Giant space squid. It wasn't even, it wasn't even a Chinese space squid. Well, was it in China? No. And it wasn't a giant space squid It wasn't squid a giant either. squid. Because in the comics it was a psychic space squid. Yes. Um, and I did like that they called the whatever in the machine that replicated Manhattan's signature a squid. I was like, eh, nice nod. I do like that. And Watchmen wasn't a bad movie. No, I like it. The ultimate director's cut with everything spliced in is mm -hmm. really annoying. Because um, right as like you're getting into the movie, it's like, oh, and here's some black, uh, not black sails, uh, the the, yeah, the, the pirate was, story. Yeah, was and then like some, it wasn't black sails, that's a TV show. Okay. Uh, it's like Tales of the Black Dreadnought or some bullshit like okay. that. Um, and then like there's some under the hood shit from the original Holland Mason. Uh, right. You know, whatever. Um, it's like, I don't care about Dollar Bill and his cape getting caught in a revolving door. <laughs> like, just, just get to the fuck scene. I saw the Incredibles. No capes! No capes! No capes! No capes! Oh, I cannot wait for Incredibles 2. I know. Oh. Gabby's looking forward to that, too. She's like, Dad, when is that movie coming out? I'm like, not soon enough. Like, well, like, as an adult, I'm like, not soon enough. Yeah, I, I said the same thing. Um, anyway, Next. Uh, there's been a lot of TV talk. Uh, or there will be a lot of TV talk. Um, I know I only bring it up during the pretty much premiere um, and the finale. And sometimes a little bit in between. Um, but I watched 12 Monkeys on... Oh, God. It's, is it sci-fi? I think it's on sci-fi. Um, which I love the show. Highly recommended. If you want a mind fuck of a show because of all the time travel, 12 Monkeys is fantastic. Um... I'm not going to do a whole lot of spoilers. I, I really... Well, yeah, I will. Um, fuck it. One, Madeline Stowe shows up. You remember her from yeah. the movie. Twelve Monkeys. She's, she shows up as a um, unknown... Uh, that No one's ever talked about it. Uh, primary, which primary is basically like... They're like weird nexuses of time. Mm -hmm. And they come off as um, schizophrenic. Because they're like... They can see all of time, they're existing all of time, and they just seem really fucking crazy. Yeah. And if you puncture them with a part of themselves from either the past or present or future, they create paradoxes that explode, which is the whole premise of the season, is that these um, uh, this group of the post-apocalyptic uh, virus world sent back 12 messengers, yeah, very biblical, um, <laughs> to kill these primaries and basically destroy time, creating this red, like, time storm in the future, which is, like, 19... or 2046. Uh -huh. um, I want to say or 2043 right in there. Um, and... It's, like, most of the, uh, the, the season is about, like, them tracking down the messengers before they kill the primaries to destroy time. They seem to fail, but now there's a primary that no one's ever heard of Madeline Stowe, mm -hmm. who pushes Cole into a new direction, saying, like, it's not over when he thought, like, well, we failed, we didn't kill the witness, which I'll get to in a moment, um, that we didn't kill the, the witness in the future, and we failed to stop the last primary uh, death in 19, I think, 56 or 57, and he's just settled down with um, the doctor, like I said last week, like, everything's, everyone's being killed while they fuck. Um... Well, Madeline Stowe comes in, stops time, like fucking, yeah, like, like fucking Professor X style, and is like, it's not over. And okay. he starts like, and Cole, uh, play, weirdly enough, <clears throat> played by Pyro from uh, the X-Men movies, um, uh, like, is struck with this weird conflict where it's like, does he go back in time and stop the last primary death, which undoes that he knocked up the doctor, and they've had like, a life, he's proposed... She's pregnant, like, or does he let the primary death happen and live this happy life? Um, he, of course, chooses to save the future and the present and all that jazz. Fuck the future. Um, well, basically, you find out that uh, 
Titan, the thing that they're all hunting in the future, is a giant time-traveling machine built as a city. Like, oh, it's fucking insane. So it's like a sentinel? Kind of. Like, the... Like, the lights of the, the splinter machine, the time machine, start going around the whole city, and they're like, holy fuck, it's a time machine, get the fuck out. Like, so Titan, as a city, keeps moving through time. It's an interesting concept. Um, uh, Rayleigh, uh, uh, Cassandra Rayleigh, the doctor, gets caught, of course, they get divided. Um, she's on the city in Titan, and Cole gets chucked out by accident. Um, and we come to find out, she actually remembers the alternate reality where... She and Cole were happy and having a baby, and she's like, oh my god, you're gonna kill me, and they're like, no, you're the mother, and the witness is effectively their child. Now, you do find out through Madeline Stowe that if Cole drinks this weird tea made out of, uh... Heroin. Yeah, effectively. Um, it's a hallucinogenic, chronal-infused, it's a whole thing with the red forest. Uh -huh. Um, red to green, uh read the dead but anyway um he can actually move through time without a machine because of all the weird injections they've given him which cassandra Rayleigh has had as well so their offspring would have like the ability to just move Pop. through time yeah so we finally find out the witnesses id sort of mm -hmm. um we see cole being able to move without like move through time without a machine uh, only through his own timeline so that ought to play out very interestingly um in the next season which it did get picked up for um, Madeline Stowe, and then lastly, um, it's that they brought young Jennifer Goines, uh, played, uh, I can't think of the actress's name, but she's great. She plays effectively Brad Pitt's equivalent. Okay. Um, and, uh, her older self, uh, is a leader of, like, the, I think they're called the sisters, and she's the mother. She's dying, long story short, they bring young one to the future, and she takes over. A resurrection, it's miraculous, whatever. Um, uh, but she's having a hard time you know, acclimating the whole world. And she tries to uh, rally the sisters to, you know, storm Titan and save the future. And they literally combined the speeches from Independence Day, okay. Braveheart, and the Patton. Like the movie Patton. Really? They combined all of those speeches, and none of them worked. What rallied them was her going, be excellent to each other. Oh, wow. I know, I owe you a book too, I'm sorry. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was a really funny moment where, like, just these huge inspiring speeches, and it's like, nope, didn't work. And they're like, and Jennifer just goes like, fuck it, I'm going off with these scavengers. And all the sisters are like, you're going to give up your life for these people? And she goes, yeah, we have to be excellent to each other. And that's what rallies them. Like, yeah, like of all, well, which makes sense because it's a time traveling movie. Well, so why wouldn't it work? Okay, I should probably catch up on that show one day. Twelve Monkeys is awesome. You say it's on Sci-Fi? Uh, yeah. Okay. Just did the movie justice? Yes. Uh, they actually make several movies. I just got done saying that Madeline Stowe is now on the show. Okay. Um. As well as uh, the people that originally wrote the original movie and short, which was a French short, um, they named the Insane Asylum after them. That Brad Pitt's equivalent shows up in. So, is there a reference to Gillian? Mm, I mean, the whole thing's a mind fuck, so if that's how you want to do it. And then Doctor Who shows up. <laughs> and then there's a TARDIS. <laughs> and um, there's a dragon. Um, so, let's talk about Mr. Robot. Okay. Let's switch to Mr. Robot. Sure. Um, there's three episodes now. Yep. The first, the first one was the two-parter, uh, which they technically made two episodes. Yep. So, three episodes so far. Um, I love the releasing with the un, um, uncensored versions. Oh, yeah. Because when I watched episode three, I was like, wow, they say fuck a lot on this they, one. Yeah, they do. Uh, and it was a mind... It, let's say fuck one more time. It was a mind fuck. Oh, yeah. Um, Brandon warned me. To mute Alexa, but uh, I didn't. So she that just Alexa kept actually the whole time to the fucking show. That Alexa actually acts a lot better than yours. I know because I've said the name at least twice, and that thing does not woke oh, up. Oh, she just triggered when I said it. Oh, did she? Yeah, when I said Alexa. Okay. But now it's not going to. Yeah, you didn't hear the boop. Has that little bass drop when it activates? When it shuts off, it's like, yeah, fuck you. You're not saying anything I care about. 
So, yeah, but, like, on the TV, she's like, Alexa, what's the end of the world going to be like? And she starts spitting it. Oh, my God. It was like, oh, we're going to get hit by a comet. the answer to the question I Good. Shut up. But, so, I, I mentioned this to you off air, and it ties into the Alexa comment. Um, did you notice the reference to pump up the volume? No. When she's masturbating, reading uh-huh. the screen... The person she's chatting with is named Happy Harry Hardcore. You know, I noticed the screen name and I didn't put it together. Fucking Christian Slater from the 80s. Because hers was like deep and heavy or something. Yeah, it's a yeah. yeah, but yeah, the guy she was talking to was Happy Harry Hardcore. Oh, you know, I was like, it was one of those where I'm like, I'm spending too much time on the screen on these names. Like, there's got it, and I didn't even, God, I've done pump up the volume <clears> forever. Yeah, I, didn't, I, I caught it like the last second before. I'm like, holy shit. Um... And then there's also, apparently, according to one of my friends in, in Manhattan, there's a, a Mr. Robot store. Yes. I showed you some pictures of it. Um, I wouldn't recommend using the ATM there. Nope. Probably a uh, skimmer. It'll fuck with you somehow, I'm sure. If I built a Mr. Robot store, I'd make sure the ATM Tim fuck with somehow. you Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, you can buy an E-Corp water and a hoodie. A black hoodie and the black shoes and the black skinny jeans and the anonymous mask or whatever the it's it's not an anonymous mask it's an F society mask. We'll talk about F society. Um, because it was a little on the nose when they started the third episode. Yeah. The minute I heard like Fun Society dot Inc, I was like, and that's F society. I did like the story. I did, and I liked the like the FBI like agent seeing the front of it and just going, "Are you shitting me?" Mm-hmm. Like I was like. Nice payoff to kind of a weird, corny setup. Like, where I was like, how are they? Like, I was like, really? And I was like, okay, that's kind of funny. Like, I, I, good payoff on that one. I also really like the scene where um, Elliot goes and gets the Adderall. And eats, like, ten of them. Mm-hmm. Right in a row. She's t- Emily's sitting there counting. She's like, one, two, three. It got to nine or ten. And- ah, ah, ah. <laughs> ten Adderall. Ten Adderall. Ha, ha. Lightning strikes. Yeah. Um, Bert and Ernie show up. And, anyway, um, then he gets kidnapped, right? And run off to the garage. That was a weird fucking, I was like, I was like what the well, fuck is happening? Well, it was right, they showed the guy dead. So I'm like, alright, somebody's killing everybody involved in the hack. Mm-hmm. So these guys kidnap him, like, they can't be killing him this quick. And they start dumping cement down his throat. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? And then it cuts so him, like, throwing sequence, up oatmeal. He pukes up oatmeal and Adderall, I'm like... Oh my. so fucking and, well, cool. and then you have like Mr. Robot, Christian said, like at the notebook going. Uh-huh. Wearing the hat that the old man that yep, kidnapped him yep, was wearing. Yep, And like throws it down like next to the shovel, the imaginary like, shovel. I have it in your head so hard that you can't get away from me or whatever the fuck. Oh my God. digging through the puke to eat the Adderall. Well, the again. thing is they talked about that this season was going to be darker and we were all like, how? And it's yeah. like, well, there you go, third episode. So, something that's throwing me off is Angela. Um, the adoptive sister. Or yeah, whatever blonde. Because, you know, she sold her soul. She works for Ecorp. I'm pretty sure she's actually the main love interest. That's why we're getting so much backstory. No, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. But at the same time, it's, it's just you, you watch her at the, with this creepy old man. And it's almost like she wanted him to be into her. Like, when he invited her to dinner, she, she sat there in front of the mirror. She was all dressed up really nice, looking very pretty. And had to, like, do the little mantra chants of her self-help, whatever. Which is weird, because, like, yeah, like, you don't see, like, the other, like, um, SVPs, like, mm-hmm. they don't imply that. It's just him. Mm-hmm. So then she gets there, and she's all happy until she walks into that room. And as soon as she walks into that room and sees the other two guys, she starts getting upset. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to figure out, like, was she upset because she knew something else was up? Or was she upset because she thought the old man was taking her on a date and she was kind of into it? Like... I'm not sure. I'm not sure how. Don't feel bad. I'm not sure how it's supposed to go. Like, well, once like you, on the I don't know if it was on the first or second. I knew this, the second because you guys had watched Mm -hmm. before inter well before intermission. I watched after Mm -hmm. that. The lawyer's like, I don't know if you're doing this to get in deep or you literally have given up. Yeah. So, um. Is she still on the side of angels is the question. You know what I mean? She was never on the side of angels. But you know what I mean? Like, what angle is she playing? Yeah. I honestly think this season's more about social anxiety in general, though. 
Because the FBI oh, agent definitely. has it, Angela has it, like, all three of the characters are fucking nuts. Yeah. Like, they all have... I did like his rant in the in the religious meeting. Oh my that gosh. was fucking awesome. Craig Robinson has the best quote of the season. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. I've got it on my list. <laughs> no, no. But Elliot's going off about fucking religion. It's like, I'm trying not to talk to my imaginary friend. Why would I talk to yours? Yeah. I mean, okay. I don't want to... Like, yeah. I don't want to... The other thing you said I, so there was like, like I, even I'm not that crazy, crazy that I need to believe in that. <laughs> And he's got the notebook like held to him like, uh-huh. as he's doing it. And it's like, then you have to realize to the rest of the group, he's coming off of the Adderall where you some go, amen, amen, like, yeah, yeah. God, like, woohoo, Jeebus. Um, now, as an atheist, I'm sorry, rattling the trees here. Yeah. But as an atheist, I loved that rant. I mean, it was beautiful. That was a good one. Um, yeah, no, that rant was awesome. Articulate. Um, to the point, encapsulate everything Ben Atheist has ever said, where it's like, not even just my life, like, what about the atrocities of war? What about, you know, da 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 oh, yeah. But just the whole, like, yeah, you're all just clinging to, like, what is he talking about? The, the whole drug dealer aspect, which, I mean, yeah, open to the masses, da 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 da. But, I mean, just that whole thing about, like, I'm trying to ignore my... I love that line. I, I, I'm i trying to ignore my imaginary friend. Why would I talk to yours? Yeah. It's the why am I afraid of an invisible father figure shaking his finger at me from 2,000 years ago when we were all afraid of the sun. Um, sorry. Um, I try not to be a militant atheist. Um, Since the man who found the Lord last Sunday. Found... I found what? Found the Lord last Sunday. Did I? Did he? What did you do last Sunday? I apparently found the Lord. It was all over D20. Like. Oh, yeah. You were, well, I mean, after you smoked a couple of hits off. Yeah, I was stoned. After, I was you, just... after you got all existential after smoking the marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> did I get existential? <laughs> no, just kidding. Oh. Because you know how people get I was like, yeah, you're going like, to go to Dragon, but who cares? It doesn't mean anything. It was funny. Oh. After <laughs> smoking the marijuana. All I know is that I walked in and you guys were like, you did dabs? Don't ever do that again. And I'm like, I'll be fine for 45 minutes. I was talking to Steve last night actually about that. She's like, I can't do that. Like, it's just, if, if I wanted to knock myself out unconscious, then okay, sure, I'll, I'll take one hit off of a dab, off a dab break, but I, no. Like, I'm I took not, two and just kept drinking. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because big things always are better. Yeah, no, and I, 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 I've learned that lesson poorly before, obviously. Um, but no, uh, my big ones are, um, I would say visually, I loved um, him talking about the uh, internal system error. Yeah. And then looking at the dryer and it becomes the uh, Mac pinwheel. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved that. I mean, great visual. And they start making his vision, like, Like, sprints out. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's sort of like, like, it, oh, not, um... A blue screen of death, but like um, DOS errors. Yeah. Um, uh, the control quote that we've brought up that um, I wrote down because Brandon texted me before I even saw the episode, and I was like, "Okay, I don't know what you're talking about because I hadn't seen the episode yet." Um, so with no context, I read this. Uh, but Craig Robinson, which we're gonna get into in a little bit, uh, control is about as real as a one-legged unicorn taking a leak at the end of a double rainbow. Yep. That was a pretty good one. This is the guy who, he has comedic chops. We know this. Mm-hmm. Um, Hot Top Time Machine, This Is the End, so forth, so the on. Office. The Office. Um, That's where I never, I uh, wouldn't say start, but like probably breakthrough. Really break, break, breakthrough. Um, performance. I, I never watched the American one very much. Um, but to see him in something like this, using, well, it, once again, it's, it's much like John Lithgow being on... Third Rock from the Sun, where he's a classically trained actor who's using his dramatic timing in something in comedy. Yeah. Um, this is Craig Robinson using his comedic timing in something dramatic. And it lends itself to a different texture um, for the show. <laughs> Especially when you realize that he's... A f- Craig Robinson is effectively shaking down like useless hackers, I guess you'd call them. He's doing something. Yeah. He's stealing bitcoins from somewhere. That's how he's making his money. And, yeah. 
So I'm interested to see what happens there. I do think um, his basketball playing chum is fake. I think it's another yeah, I think aspect it's another of personality. Well, I think that they you you don't see him and Mr. Robot like you do see them in the same scene, but they don't talk at the same time. That's how he gets the drugs though. Yeah, that's true. But he could be projecting that onto any number of people. Yeah. Wait, when did Elliot watch Seinfeld? We don't know what he... Well, he didn't sleep for fucking six days. So. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but that was post the Seinfeld conversation. Um, I'm interested to see what they're going to do with, with, with the... Um, fuck, the guy from E-Corp. Um, oh, Wellick. Yeah, yeah. Well, because we haven't... They haven't really talked about him other than he's missing and he calls him on a phone saying, I'm not where I'm supposed well, to be right now and where are you going to be? And then... Fucking Mr. Robot does the, like, Tyler Durden, like, don't talk about me thing, and hangs well, up. but he also said, you asked and I delivered. Which so he did. So is that just him projecting into his own head? What this he is getting into that whole, like... The thing that Willick did to attempt to call his wife, though. With the unknown mom? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that could be it. And his Wife's wife, a fucking crazy she's bird. She's nuts. Like, kind of hot nuts? Scary, sadistic hot nuts. Like... <laughs> like that I know this is really bad for me but I can't help myself I have to do this and then anyway. he made the guy coming into her bedroom next yeah uh, and it's like by the way you're sticking your dick where a pickle fork was I'm out I'm out under the list of bad ideas getting, it's like getting involved dick in dick dick pickle fork Dick, dick, dick. Did you involve a woman who, who punctured the... I don't know. Yeah. Amniotic sac. Like, thank of, you. That's what I was thinking. Oh, yeah. was it really? Yeah. I was going to say baby water, but yeah. yeah. Well, you could say break your own water. Yeah. With a pickle fork. Yeah. As you do. Like you do. When to you're, when you're you know, make sure that your husband doesn't go to jail for murder in a weird seduction strangle. Um... That was kind of weird. Like that was really weird. He was already fucking her, so I don't know why he had to like kill her. So he was, was better just, than the other guy. Was he just that angry about it, like that he lost control and. Like, yeah, sure. I think Will just lost his fucking mind. Well, I mean, if you're married to that woman, you probably would lose your mind. When she's like, "If you want to be part of this family, yeah. you better get Mix control," it. and he's like, "Pickle fork," like. Let's have a fucking like that's, that's watershed deal. moment here. Like literally. Let's have a good deal. <laughs> a baby watershed moment. <laughs> but like let's have like a scale here of like the Vicky Mendoza like hotness to like crazy like, Oh no, she's diagonal. She's as hot as that one is, she is batshit insane. Vicky uh, Vicky Mendoza diagonal. Um but yeah, I think that's the control quote. And then I just like the the FBI's in, uh, FBI agent's introduction. I don't know if she's FBI uh, yeah. or not. She's FBI. Um, but I liked not only like her. Well, I guess technically she doesn't have. She hasn't really. They she's presented herself as FBI that as some kind of cyber forensics. Really, that doesn't really mean she is. The minute they were digging around in the in the tower, and she was like, like oh, "That's going away." I was like, "I was like, that's about to explode." And she's she like, said, "Did you check the ports to make sure you didn't modify them?" Boom! It's like. Perfect timing where I'm like, all right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I liked her introduction that she is pretty much just as fucked up as the rest of them. Yeah. Honestly, I think she'll eventually join them. That's my take. I think she'll see the either the value of it or whatever that they're going to do throughout the season will bring her some kind of... Well, to be honest, so far, there's nothing to join anymore. Like... Well, you've got the Horatio kind of... Sands clone. Um, so the big bearded motherfucker. Yeah. You got left. And Darlene, who's gone I mean, weirdly militant off the rails. Black guy died, and he died first. There's a shock. I mean, it's like a horror movie. But how did he die? Like, they never. They <laughs> he haven't... shot him. Somebody shot him in the head. Oh, what? Is... I thought he fell. Okay. No, no, no. They just no. Oh, shot him. it was. It was. Oh. And there's a good chance it was Elliot. Right. I did like the whole. Uh... But there's a good chance it could also be that the, the dark. Of the Dark Army. Yeah. I'm curious about the one-legged guy. Because they put an awful lot of emphasis on his fake leg. Yeah. But you never see his face. And you have no idea who the hell he is. So, the black guy that talks to himself. 
black guy that talks to himself. Bigger guy? Craig Robinson. Oh, yeah. No, he talks to his wife. She died. I know. He talks to himself. He's got his imaginary friend. He doesn't believe in God either. Well, (laughs) it's a dialysis machine, which was really weird. Because when I was watching it and going, when they showed the full scene of him like at breakfast, I was like, that's not hooked up to anything. It's like, oh. And then I think he says he's on dialysis and she was... Yes. Yeah. He is supposed to be on dialysis. But it looked like he was just like running the dialysis machine to like remind him of his, like initially until he and Elliot have their little talk. Um, so that ought to be interesting. Like it, it's it's mm. going to go down a really dark psychological it's rabbit hole. It's already going there and it's, it's going to be a mind fuck by the time the season's done. Oh, yeah. How many of them are imaginary is the question at this point. Well, and I mean, just look at how much Christian Slater's character is able to influence physical reactions out of Elliot. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up. The whole thing where it's like, <laughs> he shot me in the head again. I didn't freak out like the first time. I was like, what the fuck? So, yeah, we're really digging Mr. Robot. I've got a few um, people at my day job who are like, should I get into it? I'm like, here's the deal. You're either going to love it or hate it. Like, you're in or you're out. I don't know anybody that doesn't love it. There's, there is no, like, gray area. I don't know anybody that doesn't love it yet. Yeah. He watched it. I know dumb people. I know dumb people, too. They still like it. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, I do love, like, so I watched the, I've been watching a couple of them again. I love that uh, when when he walks into the patio, the guy's computer screen, there's a, on, on it is a curvy dragon. It's the Kali Linux logo because it's it's a it's a hacking toolkit you can download. When who walks into <clears throat> when when the fat Horatio clone walks out um, onto the patio and finds oh the yeah, yeah 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 the dragon showing, yeah his computer showing the Kali Linux uh, boot screen basically or our desktop um, and then in some of the previous episodes they they're using the the set toolkit which was actually written by a friend of mine that I've known forever. He has his own company now. He's like, holy shit. Like, he took a screenshot. He's like, this is awesome. My tool's on Mr. Robot. I actually wanted to take screenshots of um, Elliot's freakout in his notebook. All the code he writes. And I'm like, I'll bet you that adds up to something. Well, there's a crazy fucking... I I think I told you about it a little bit last time. There's a crazy, like, online thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, the way, like, uh, Nine... I think we talked about, like, with Nine Chanel's doing uh, Year Zero. Mm -hmm. That with Mr. Robot, where like you can kind of fall down the rabbit hole. I don't mean to keep saying that, but, um, but yeah, like so I'm wondering like the screenshots when he's uh, glitching, for lack mm-hmm. of a parent. I mean, you watch Orphan Black when he's yeah. effectively glitching, um, as well as what she uses glitch constantly. Oh. It's glitching. It's glitching. Bing bong noise. The fucking app is glitching again. Um, but like I, I would imagine like the screenshots of uh, Elliot glitching and then all the code he wrote mm-hmm. in the notebook. I guarantee if you take screenshots of that and actually start breaking it down, I'll bet you it leads to something. Probably guaranteed. And I'm sure there's nothing in that show is accidental. I'm sure there's somebody who's already done it too. And if they did, then they're talking about it. Um. Uh, did right. you know they're remaking the Blair Witch? How is that even possible? It's coming out on September 16th or something. Like, they're redoing it? Yeah. Like, we all forgot it was fake, I, so let's do it again so people trailer, think it's real? I guess. Because I watched that movie when it was playing at the Mayan and thought it was fucking real. Now, logically... Lo- shut that up. Was, that was the first yes, found reaction. footage movie. Exactly. Now, logic would dictate if a bunch of teens died, or 20-year-olds or whatever it was... Died in the woods. Why would you release it in the movie theater? Like I understand right. the the like fail in logic. Give away evidence. We turned in the movie. Exactly. So. <laughs> like I understand looking back, like failed logic. But like when I saw, that, I believe it was a Mayan. Like I was like, holy fuck, this is real. Like so oh had, my god. We had a copy of that movie before it even got to theaters. Um, and I remember going out and buying a. So I was trying to find the right DVD player for because I wanted to watch. Matrix. The Matrix had just come out on DVD, and I was going to buy that. And I had a copy of Blair Witch on a burned disc, but I had to make sure that 
the DVD player I was buying could read these types. Not all of them could at the time. Of the regions and all that. Yeah. Guess. So I walk in. Well, it was like it was like DivX. So so certain okay. players could read DivX. So I walked into Best Buy with this disc in my hand. And I'm like Ugh. putting it in all the DVD players and like watching them on the TV to make sure it plays right. And this guy comes in. He's like, "Hey, can I help you?" And I'm like, "No, nope, just making sure I can. I just making sure that when I get, we'll play this disc." And he's like, "Oh." And he was like, well, you try this one over here. And he puts it in, he presses play, and he looks up, and he's like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, oh, I killed four kids in the woods. <laughs> it this is my trophy. Yeah, I'm like, it's coming out soon. You should watch it. He's like, uh, okay. I mean, this was back in, God, 99? Like, super late 90s. Yeah. So, but I thought that shit was real for, like, at least two weeks. And then my mom goes... Oh, those kids from the Blair Witch who were on, like, Jay Leno. And I'm like, no, they're all fucking dead. And she goes, no, they're all on Jay Leno. And I went, ah, oh, son of a bitch. I was afraid of Parks for two weeks for no reason. Um, you also closed your eyes and walked through your bedroom thinking you were a daredevil. So let's not... Let's not okay, let's talk about <laughs> triggers real quick. We don't know what's going to trigger my mutant ability. Just so you know, there's a couple spiders downstairs. Yeah. I will let them bite me. I've been watching Misfits. So, Nathan, Again. you don't know what's going to trigger it. True. Uh, Rising Stars, Brandon, comic book nerd. Uh, did you read Rising Stars? No. Oh, well, you're useless. Um, did you watch Power Season Finale? Uh, finale? No. No, no, no. So, we're not talking about it. <laughs> the last thing I saw was Christian Walker, or, uh, yeah, Christian Walker giving the, the pep talk to, uh, Retro Girl and effectively Zora and the new Trip Hammer. Um, so I, I, I'd be interested to see what happens because I know what happens in the comics with uh, Super Shock is like game changing. So understand. So well, it was they basically combined uh, the first book, Who Killed Retro Girl, and the I think seventh book, the Sellouts, which was about like the original Justice League in that world. So I know, you, anyway, move, I know you wanted to move on to Preacher. Um, yeah, real quick. Um, and have you caught up on Preacher, Brandon? <laughs> I haven't watched any of it. He's reading the books. Oh, okay. You can talk about it. Um, yeah, you, I'm actually not spoiling a whole lot based on that you've read the first book. Um, two things. One, the angels try to take, which Brandon knows the angels, and you know the angels. Yep. Um, they try to take Genesis back, succeed, and then it goes right back into Jesse Preacher. Uh, Jesse Preacher. Jesse Custer. Genesis is bonded. This is starting to set up the second season, which right. is going to be actually based on the comics. Um, Not the prequel. Uh, this is kind of a prequel. They Yeah. Oh, it's setting up basically the year before, or right. whatever, time before the it's actual Preacher comic. Year Zero. Yeah. <laughs> I got Brandon laugh on that one. <laughs> um... We don't have to title them zero anymore. We don't have the number of zero anymore. We can just call them year zero. Ugh, thanks, DC. Um, you don't have year zeros in Marvel. But uh, you do have uh, Odin King Cannon like, trying to take on the church with just Jesse in it. Okay. And we'll get to why it's only Jesse in just a moment. Um, and you hear some gunfire, some fighting. All the guys get sent packing. That... Uh, the guy Donnie, um, which actually was in, I believe, Riding High in the Saddle. Um, the one where they're trying to steal horses. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, shut the fuck up, Donnie. Um, even though it was Lebowski as well. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's the same kind of character. Um, he was, like, yeah, you went in there, like, what did he say? And the guys are like, nothing. He just kicked the shit out of us and took our guns. So now he's armed, which is not good for Jesse Custer. No. Considering they really haven't gotten into a lot of his background with his his dad, the preacher, which is a really weird thing. But, like, you do at one point see his dad get taken out by who you assume is Jody and TC. Mm-hmm. Um, so Genesis is bonded. TC, an helicopter flying over Hawaii. Sorry, Magnum P.I. Different TC. Magnum P.I. reference. This one fucks chickens. Oh, okay. Well, they could both fuck chickens, I guess. Hawaii roosters are prevalent. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm just thinking of the line, the day TC fucked the chicken, but it's TC from Magnum P.I. and a rooster. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Hold on. We'll save Higgins in a second. I'm almost done. 
Um, was that Carl Weathers? It could have been Carl Weathers. Was it? Carl? I don't think it was. I don't think it was Carl Weathers. Don't. I don't think it was. But, it, you know, token black guy. Carl Weathers too busy going, Colt 45. That's Billy D. Williams. Oh, wrong one. Sorry. I don't know. I can make a racist comment right now and say they all look alike, but I won't. You just did. Yep. <laughs> I know. Thank you. Um, so part of the joke. <laughs> Jesse is alone because... Because Tulip and Cassidy are having a little moment, and not a sexy moment like the last couple episodes, um, which was not sexy at all, but that um, Cassidy's finally come out to Jesse Custer and actually showing that he's a vampire. Not just the whole, like, trick him with the truth thing, yeah. but, like, walks into the sun the and show? starts, huh? Did they give him fangs in the TV show? No. Oh, thank God. He doesn't have fangs in the comics. Exactly. Uh, but he, like, walks out into the sun and goes... Like, I wasn't kidding. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. And, because uh, we're just, <laughs> Nicholas Cage references abound when I'm, when I'm talking. Um, but, uh, <laughs> um, so he's healing up from a really bad burn, which, there's a point in the new episode where, like, uh, Tulip's buying a dog from, like, a, a stray dog, a dumb friend's whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, well, that's interesting. Like, could this be Skeeter from the Salvation Book story? Like, you know, you don't know. Yeah. And uh, she, like, plays, you know, fetch with it and whatever and goes, all right, great. And then, like, chucks the ball down the stairs into the basement. When the dog goes to chase it, she closes the door. And the sound you hear is not fucking human. And then you realize, oh, she's feeding Cassidy so he can heal. And it's like, it took me a second to be like, what is going, oh my god. And the, the sound of like him eating a dog is horrible. Will haunt my nightmares. Good. As well it should. Hopefully that won't trigger you to try eating dogs. Don't do it. No, that would just make me Korean. At least we're trying Wow, yeah, and you were looking for the nut racist wow. thing. okay. <laughs> At least I kind of made a joke out of my racist shit. <laughs> Is there any of our podcasts that don't have at least one racial... Story? Nope. No. Okay. no. <laughs> Hashtag all racism matters. <laughs> <laughs> You're up the nose. Wow, <laughs> no. You almost spewed that <laughs> all over your laptop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag all racism matters. Jesus Christ, we're going to... Sign. Yeah, pound tag. Sorry, pound tag. Thank pound you, tag. thank you. Ugh. Go back to, you know, what it's originally called. Oh, God. <laughs> Rochelle posted something on Facebook the other day. It was like her in her Princess Leia costume, and she was doing it at a... The at Star Wars thing. thing. Oh, yeah. And it was, she had, like, all these fucking hashtags, like, 15 fucking hashtags on one Facebook post. And so they don't want to comment on it, on it yet. They just went, hashtag, uh, that's a lot of fucking pa- hashtags for one... Facebook post, also, it's known as a pound tag, not a hashtag. The weird part is if you clicked on that, like, that's probably a thing. Probably a thing. She violated the glitter rule, dude. That's not from her. Who's it from? One of the dancers uh, at her work was wearing some blue sequiny thing. That's where that's from. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. All that? No. No? No. Where's it from? Not me. Okay. I don't know. Maybe she didn't violate the glitter rule. <laughs> she violated the crazy Fun rule. fact that, like... <laughs> she didn't violate all the rules. She's out fi- of here. <laughs> At almost 54 minutes, I'm just going to say, uh, welcome drop-in guest Brandon and Emily. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag all glitter matters. <laughs> Does it? Hashtag pound tag. Hashtag glitter. Hashtag glitter lives matter. Yes, hashtag glitter lives matter. All glitter lives. Uh, so I'm at Red Shirts. Okay. Oh, that was Mike. You had to go to my Red Shirts. Yeah. Go um, the American Gods trailer uh, dropped oh, uh, once again from uh, SDCC. Um, I don't want to get into a huge thing because I know I could deconstruct it like a motherfucker being I'm a huge Neil Gaiman fan. I've read the book multiple times. It looks like a faithful ab- ad- adaptation and casting is pitch perfect. Um, I knew Ian McShane would be a good Mr. Wednesday, but I really did want to literally see it 
and did not disappoint. And Peter Stormare as I'm gonna tr I'm gonna horribly fuck this name up, but it's Cernoborg or Cernobog or whatever. Yeah, whatever the, the cow hitting motherfucker, as right. I said earlier. And the minute you see him with a hammer, like covered in blood, you're like, "Yep, that's how he looked like in my head." Um, Crispin Glover um, answering the Warlock Pinterest question: Where has he been? Um, <laughs> I was going to say Morris rides a cock horse. <laughs> Smoy is my go-to with Warlock Pinterest. I used to play street hockey with one of those guys. Um, uh, but like he is one of the the newer gods. I don't know if he's Mister World or Mister TV or Mister Internet or. Mr. Show or Mr. Mr. I don't know. Mr. All Lives Matter. Uh, Mr. All Racism Matters. I don't know. Um, Mr. Hashtag. Mr. Poundtag. Mr. Poundtag. That's how I got a kid. Um, <laughs> yeah. But no, it uh, looks really good. You're supposed to tag and release. <laughs> tag and release just sounds like the pull-out method. It it's better than the rhythm method that the Catholic Church taught for years and years. <laughs> Eh, that's my friend ended up with two kids. That's how I got a kid. Mm. No, I'm just kidding. The rhythm, oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But I remember Whenever you say rhythm method, I just imagine you guys doing the, uh, not you, but uh, someone, <laughs> I say, if you're thinking about a couple me, doing the, uh, the like, feel the rhythm, feel the thing from the, uh, from uh, Cool Runnings. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about a Janet Jackson album, like, <laughs> <laughs> rhythm or Nation? Gloria Estefan and the Miami Shot Machine, Rhythm's Gonna Get You. Or, well, you were doing Janet Jackson, Rhythm Nation. Yeah. Which is a nation built on children from the rhythm method. method. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, are you done with your red shirts? Because I, no. I only have one. Uh, well, we did, went through DC trailers. And then lastly, uh, I believe his name is Gabriel Luna, uh, is going to appear as Ghost Rider in the uh, Netflix Marvel stuff. Really? Um, I don't know if it's going to be... I don't know if it's going to be uh, Luke Cage or Iron Fist. Which I know both trailers actually dropped at uh, SDCC. An Iron Fist trailer? Uh huh. Shit. That's what I read. I saw the I saw the the, the I, movie poster for Luke Cage. Um, I haven't watched the trailer for Luke Cage yet. Um, but it's getting. I mean, everyone's going, "Daddy, you're killing it." Marvel just keep doing it. Yeah. Um, but apparently you're gonna see Ghost Rider. Nice. Um, I'm a little disappointed. I mean, I Ghost I, Rider with a mature tag would probably actually be pretty awesome. And not Nick Cage? Yeah. More actual spirit of vengeance rather than pissing. Right. I'm, I'm curious which, which Ghost Rider they're going to use. Probably Johnny Blaze. Probably. But that's not I can't the, that's seem not doing the current I, one. I can't seem doing... Uh, who is the current one? Current it's one. It's the chick, isn't it? It's the, yeah. Well, well, it was a chick for a brief period of time. I think, it's, I think it's back to the guy that was Ghost Rider before the chick now. Johnny Blaze or no, Donny, uh, Danny Catch? Danny Catch, I think, maybe. Okay. So modern. The 90s. The Midnight Suns. Yeah, because it was Alejandra or something. Yeah, that was a chick for a minute. And then no one really liked her, so they took her power away. Okay. Well, that's yeah. because she was the only female, or it wasn't just the alternate reality Yeah. female. Like, they just went in a totally different direction with her. I think she's supposed to be the daughter of Johnny. <laughs> so Whenever like they Alejandra do that, like that, it's like how they made uh, 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 Nick Fury black. Because it's like... Nick Fury had an illegitimate kid, Nick Fury Jr., who looks like Samuel L. Jackson. You're like, oh my god. They why? made Nick Fury black a long time ago. They no, they did didn't. In the Ultimates. It was specifically the That's Ultimate. in the Ultimates. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, now in the prime reality, it's Nick yeah. Fury's son, Nick Fury Jr., who looks like Ultimate Nick Fury. Because yeah. we got to make it all look Nick, the same, because that's how you sell fucking comics. Nick Fury got a little jungle fever. It happens. Oh, yeah. Down in the jungle. Oh, he banged. So many chicks. He was fucking Nick Fury. And the Howling No, Commanders. they were fucking Nick Fury. <laughs> <laughs> the Howling Commandos just got around. And that's why they were howling. And Wolfpack. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, last, lastly, if you're, if you're done with your red shirts, okay, um, there's a huge death in the DC Universe this week. Yet another one? Major one. Like, very sad... Heartbreaking. Who the bloody hell died? I didn't hear about this. So, the... Okay, so remember when the death of Superman happened and the four Supermen showed up to take his place? Yeah, the one Bible of, story. One of them was like a clone. <gasps> Superboy's dead? No, hold on. One of... Not Superboy, but there was a full-grown Superman. Looked like Superman. Uh, the Eradicator. Like, yeah, him. 
He was he, actually a robot, I thought. No, 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 he was, was a Kryptonian biological program. There was a different one that was a robot. Um, so he came back. That was Cyborg Superman. With, which was now actually Hank Henshaw. You've got the pre-New 52 Superman in the Prime Universe with his son that he had with Lois Lane. Oh, yeah, and no, we eradicated. talked about that. Right, right, okay, but... Okay. Wait a second, Jesus. So the Eradicator shows up in Prime Reality because he's going after Superman and his son because... He wants pure... He's, he's like a Nazi Kryptonian. Yeah. He wants pure Nazi blood. Mm-hmm. Or pure Kryptonian blood. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes his son with Lois Lane the mm-hmm. worst case scenario. In he's a mongrel. the Eradicator's head. So he goes to kill um, Superman's son. Mm-hmm. And he shoots out these laser beams out of his eyes to kill the kid. And Super Dog jumps in the way and gets... <gasps> Crypto died? Yes. Wait, that's your big death. That is a big death. It's fucking super dog. There's still Streaky the Super Cat, Comp the Super Horse. Was there? Uh, it was a Super Horse. Yeah, but Crypto. Was, no, there's a, Crypto there's, was the main. Crypto's the only super animal that was depicted in all the 9/11 memorial. That's photos true. That DC did. Only because if you had a super cat, it would cheapen the national tragedy. Well, yeah, you couldn't have a cat shitting in a box. Going like so, you know, trying to make people feel bad about not like brushing the ashes off no. from the oh no too much too soon <laughs> too far yeah we just crossed the line yeah like that that was the thin forever. blue line as it were um, <laughs> thin yellow well brown line but yeah so super dog is dead crypto and give him a name and then eradicator got beat up and or destroyed I can't remember if like something something. Happened when he yeah killed the no dog. he's like a biological but manifestation Crypto's of a Kate survived the blast like and Superman's fell onto did. the ground Aww. and his son the he and Lois's son pick up the cape do they name it Jonathan I think they name I it think John. it's John Jonathan or, yeah um so his name is, his name is he's Martha. now he's now wearing Crypto's cape that's okay sad but really adorable it's kind of an interesting way to give a kid who's gonna have some kind of crazy fucking powers. A cape. Also, although it goes against no capes. <laughs> there, there's a good chance also, that like, he'll be stronger than his dad. Oh yeah, it. my parents. Yeah, he's gonna be the Franklin. He's gonna be Franklin, Franklin Richards, Richards of of the DC universe. Oh yeah. Well, and they've suggested that, but actually, they. Like, have... Hey, my mom died. I'll just bring her back to life because I'm fucking god. <laughs> um. Actually, that would be Wonder Woman and Superman's kid in the Kingdom Come. Uh, yeah, that, continuity. That, that continuity doesn't exist anymore, though. It's hyper time. It's exists in all time. Time punches. Yeah, all right. I'll give you time punches. Um, Although Hulk might be a contender for Franklin Richards in the Marvel Universe after the last five or six years of writing for his series. True. Um, wouldn't Franklin Richards be the Franklin Richards of the Marvel Universe? I said contender to Franklin. I'm not sure Franklin can actually destroy Hulk. <laughs> yeah, he can. He yeah, can. Yeah. not exist. In theory. Doesn't matter. Movie. Bruce Banner's dead, so who gives a oh, shit? Yeah. Now you have to kill an Asian kid. And that's a whole nother headache. Hashtag Asian lives matter. Hashtag Hulk eats cats. Hashtag all green lives matter. Hashtag bring Banner back. <laughs> no, you can kill green lanterns left and right. They just keep coming back. Well, they don't come back. Hal Jordan's back. I mean, yeah, why the fuck not? Well, Hal Jordan's now like the ultimate lanterns. Yeah. Is he the one with the rainbow ring? Uh, maybe. Kyle? Kyle's the white one still, I think. Okay. Because Kyle's like the ultimate. Caucasian, ring. come on. It's the white lady. I know. Because <laughs> he's mastered all the other rings. Yeah. Wait, I shouldn't have said master and white in the same sentence. Oh, no. The one thing I loved about Kyle, though, when he I showed... I still want to see the Green Lantern put on a cock ring. I think it'd be funny. <laughs> you know, there's, there's like, has to be some kind of alien, like... You know, there's a Suicide Squad porno movie already. Just so you know. Riley Steele plays the Enchantress. Like, Suicide Squad fuck? I, maybe. Squad fuck by Satan? Suicide you, Squad fuck by Satan! Usually the pornos no. are just called, Hold on. like... Squad fuck by Suicide. Wait. Yeah. 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 That, that would be mine. Uh. So yeah, Riley Steele is playing the Enchantress. I don't know who else is in the movie. I haven't looked it up, but she said... Is she called the Encountress or something? The Encountress. Yeah. I don't know. They usually actually use... I think they actually the use the regular names. As long as they say parody XXX. They yeah. call it a parody, yeah. yeah. 
all of Axel Braun's movies are like Superman, Triple X, a porn parody. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny that, like, you know, you say that with, like, Deadshot. Um, <laughs> he but, you blows know, his load and you're dead. <laughs> well, it's actually funny, like, uh, I, I was dating a girl and uh, we were getting intimate. And uh, at the very end, she gave me a compliment and I said, Yeah, you know what? You're good. Me? I'm magic. And it ended up becoming the, the quote from Bullseye. Uh huh. From Daredevil. Yeah. It was a horrible Because I, I, I quote movie comics when I bang checks. Which is why you haven't done that in a while. And this just turned into damn. Oh, yeah. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!